final subject of the night. This one, more Skinwalker stories. Well, the first thing I'd like to say is that most of the most of the ones I want to talk about are they happen out in the New Mexico side of the reservation, and you know when I heard these, I wasn't really focused on how the story was told. I was just focused on the details, like wow, how did that happen, and why did that happen, but. I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, start the first one. I, I don't know how many I'm going to do. I'm just tr- going to try to keep it under um, maybe about a good 10 minutes or 15 minutes. But the first story is the, um, there's this old lady. Now, this was being told to me by my mom about this one old lady. She had no legs, but she lived in a hogan. And what this old lady would do is she would be on this, like, little little. I don't know, it was like cardboard or some kind of board. And she had straps uh, on there um, to put her shoulders over. And she would use her arm to scoot along in that in that little makeshift sled that she had. And my mom said, um, my dad's mom, my nulla, um, told my mom, oh, I want to go visit that lady. Let's go over there. So my mom drove... Um, Nella over there, and Nella got out, and she goes, oh yeah, this is my friend, who so-and-so, and my mom said, when she went in that Hogan, man, she nearly, you know, screamed, because she saw that old lady scooting around with the, um, with the board under her, you know, and my mom met that lady before, and I can't remember who this lady was, or what her name was, but my my Nulla told my mom, she goes, yeah, this is my good friend, and blah, blah, blah. And after that, after they did their visit, you know, that lady, she was scooting around, she was cooking, uh, making something to eat for my Nulla and my mom, and then they all kind of munched out, and then from there, they left, and later on, like a week later or something, my mom heard from... um, some people, oh, it was some relatives, because my mom was telling me, oh, yeah, we met that old lady that scoots around on the on the board with the straps around her shoulders. And these people freaked out, and they looked at her, and they said, did you know that a few nights ago, so-and-so, they saw that old lady running, and they were trying to shoot at her. And my mom was like, oh, shit. You know, it's, it's kind of like one of the scary stories when you when you think about it. You, you visualize it and it becomes more scary. So that was that story. And this other story was my brother, one of my older brothers was telling me that once again, my Nulla, she went to go see one of her friends. And um, there was some lady, man, her and her husband. Um, they, when, when my granny showed up to their place, they had a bullet wound in their leg, just like what the other story I told about the other lady, Lupe. But this one was uh, an older lady and an, uh, another man, I mean her husband. And my granny looked at her and she goes, hey, look, you know, what happened? Did somebody shoot you? What the hell happened? And the lady's like, oh, no, no, I, I was, you know, I was over there at the sheep corral and, you know, one of the rams hit me and I, and, and, you know, there was a board, I mean, a, 
like a like a splinter sticking out and I fell into it and you know jabbed myself and my granny's like well you should go see somebody then but I mean you should go see a doctor then and that old lady's like yeah yeah we're, we're gonna go later but it turns out um that old lady was skinwalking at somebody's place I think it was one of the relatives and and they just saw her silhouette in the moonlight I think it was like her and her husband and that's when the guy took a shot and he just so happened to get her in the leg and I think it was that same morning when she came back you know the, the blood was drying on her uh, on her calf and that's when Minella showed up and says hey man what happened there and she's like oh I just fell you know so that was kind of like one of those stories that there was more to it, but it's just kind of like the main part I wanted to tell because it was so, so interesting. And um, then this other one I heard was, oh boy, I this one I can't remember who told me, but um, there was this lady who lived by herself, this Navajo lady, and she, she knew that she was being witchcraft. Yeah, or she was, there was a skinwalker coming by her place every now and then. So one night, I guess, um, she came back home from work, and she she came back late, I think it was. And she went into her house, and she didn't have electricity, so she had like a little lamp and, you know, and a lamp and a flashlight. But she was so tired from work that she just, you know, took off her shoes and, you know, got the flashlight, flashed around, looked at her bed, went over there, you know, turned off the light, went to sleep. Then later on that night, she heard, she kind of had, she heard a noise where she kind of slowly started to wake up. And she kind of rolled around in bed trying to, you know, trying to go back to sleep. Then she had the feeling that something was in the room with her. So she was kind of like, trying to figure out, man, what's going on here? And then um, she dropped her hand off the bed. You know, like when you're so tired, you just kind of like drop your hand off. And she felt like fur right there. And she ran her hand over. She was like, wait a minute. I don't have a dog. I don't have a cat. Ah! She screamed. And it was Skinwalker. He got up and he ran towards the door and he opened it and he dashed out. Man, she was so shook up. She was so scared that when the sun showed, when the sun rose that morning, she jumped in her truck and then drove over to this medicine man. And she told him about what happened. So he did his little ceremony for her, and she came back, and she went to sleep. Then the net, that night, she had her flashlight on again, and then this time she. She was kind of awake, and then she heard something crawling on the floor. But it wasn't like, you know, like a big animal or anything. It was like a bug. And then, and what the medicine man had told her was, when you go back home, you know, be aware of anything that crawls again. Um, he's going to try to come back into your house. He's, they're, they're trying to scare you. They, they want your house or they want your land or something like that. So he says, just be aware of any any crawly things, and you know as soon as you see it, kill it. He goes, don't don't worry about you know the consequences. You're already being taken care of now. He told her. So that night she was shown the flashlight. She was 
you know, nervously, you know, flashing around. She had her lamp on. Oh, no, no, no. She had her lamp on. That's what it was. That's what it was. She wasn't sleeping yet. She had her lamp on, and then she heard something crawling around, and it sounded like a little bug. And then, so she looked around, she got her flashlight, and she saw this little black beetle uh, walking on the, the floor. So she goes, well, I don't want this beetle in my house. I'm going to kill it. So she stepped on it. And the moment she stepped on it, a few seconds later, she heard this lady scream out in the distance, saying, you killed my son. And that lady, you know, she freaked out. She was like, what? And turns out that the the son was, was a skinwalker, and he turned into a little bug. So when she stepped on him, I don't know how, but his human form died wherever it was. And that's why that lady screamed that she had killed her son. And sure enough, you know, a few days later, there's the funeral announcement. So that was always the story where I kind of was like, man, what would I do if I ever felt something crawling underneath the bed? And I just happened to drop my hand over the bed because it's like, especially in the summertime when it's really hot. And I'm like, man, I don't know. That's that'll be that'll be a good call because that's certainly something that you know you you really don't consider until you have to, you know. And the other skinwalker story was back over at my dad's place. On top of the hill, there's a hogan. Inside the hogan was was old my son. And old my son, man, she she finally died at like 110 or 108 years old. But when she was still in her prime, like, I don't know, maybe her 70s, um, the families, they, they all slept inside the Hogan. And before any of them really had kids, that the ones I know nowadays, which happen to be my, like my uncles and my cousins and my aunties, but... I guess one night, old my son was, was crashed out, and she had all her, you know, her family there inside the Hogan, everybody's crashed out on the floor. Then she heard, like, some, some rustling around the Hogan. Then she heard, like, the window, like, there was pressure being put on the window, around the window seal, and she was like, what the hell is that? So she kind of was feeling around for a flashlight. Then she clicked it on. And her son, Robert, he was being pulled by these little dwarf things and like 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 brown robes like those Jawas from Star Wars. And their eyes were glowing yellow just like those Jawas from Star Wars. And those things they hissed at her and they jumped out the window and they dropped Robert and he fell over and he kinda woke up like, Oh, what the hell's going on? And then she then old my son woke up everybody and they're like, what, what, what's going on? And she goes, these little things right here, they were trying to pull Robert out the window just now. And they're like, what, really? What do they look like? She's like, they had glowing eyes and they were wearing like little brown robes. So I don't know, maybe that those things really exist to the point where, you know, uh, what's his name? George Lucas from Star Wars actually probably ran into them or maybe somebody who created the creatures told them about that story not that story but some kind of story involving that type of alien figure so 
that that was a uh, that was pretty creepy. There there was also another story that something like that happened to someone, and um, it, it's pretty much the same thing. So uh, I'll just go ahead and skip that one and and jump to this other one. My sister told me one time where um, you know, one night again inside a hogan there was uh, this elderly couple. They were being haunted by like a spirit ghost skinwalker thing and they were they were hearing all these noises like something crawling on the roof and tapping on the window and stuff like that and then finally the husband told his wife he goes let's get out of here man i can't take this no more and so he opened the door and right above their truck there was a white ghost floating levitating above their truck and, and him and his wife looked at each other like, what do we do? He was like, hell, let's just jump in. Let's go. He was like, so they ran towards a truck and they opened a door and all these snakes fell out. And the, the, the lady was like, yeah, look, there's, there's snakes. And he's like, oh, shit, let's get back inside. So they ran back inside and then they didn't know what to do. And their their cat, they had a small kitten. Um, They... It was the, I guess they hadn't noticed it, but that kitten was all fluffed up, and it was like, well, it was, um, it was growling. That little kitten was growling, and then all of a sudden, man, even through the door, that ghost apparition just came through the doorway, and those two they started screaming and yelling, and and that little kitten jumped in between that couple and that ghost, and the ghost looked at that kitten. That little kitten's all, you know, hissing at it. And that ghost just just wailed, you know, and it disappeared back through the door and they didn't see it again. And they waited till the next morning and they waited till the sun came up. Then they opened the door and all those snakes were gone and the uh, truck was there and the door was still open. From then on, that kitten got the royal treatment, you know. So there, there is power within these animals, you know, that's why... You know, it's good to have cats. It's good to have dogs. Your basic domesticated animals. But if you have them in the Navajo traditional way, if you have them living inside your house, you know, it kind of... Well, especially dogs, because dogs are supposed to be out, outdoor animals. And if you keep them inside, they... I don't know, I think they lose their power or something like that. They're... However they, they do their thing, you know. And with cats, you know... Sometimes it's good to keep them in, but other than that, it's probably best to just have them um, stay outside also. But those are those were the stories about the uh, skinwalkers and a little ghost tale in there too. So that's how I wanted to keep this momentum going um, and just pretty much try to get out all the the interesting stories that I have collected over the years revolving around you know just skinwalkers and ghosts and cryptoids and the paranormal so other than that we'll conclude this for this for this episode we'll conclude um this segment and then excuse me we'll pick it up on episode 12